Good afternoon. It's always a bright day when the Bears lose. But of course, they never lose hope. And today we come here to celebrate this liturgy, praying for them. May find some peace somewhere, but also to pray for, more importantly, the gifts we need in our lives. Today, as remember, most of you have kids, especially the young ones. It's, if you go and you listen to their conversations, you'll say that most of you have heard someone say, it's not fair. Those young ones already say, it's not fair, mom. She had a bigger piece than me. But also, we adults sometimes say it's not fair. Especially when you're going through a rough time almost for a very, very long time. You keep saying to God, it's not fair. Because what we're doing, we're trying to compare ourselves with someone else. Say, why do I have a bigger burden than the other person? It's not fair. Why me all the time? We don't say, why not me? Our first reading today from the prophet Ezekiel tells us that the Israelites, as we're in Babylon, they're telling God, it's not fair, we're in exile. And the reason why they're telling God it's not fair, because we go back to chapter 18, they were saying that God is punishing them for the sins of their parents. So they're saying, we did not sin, it was my mom, it was my dad, why are you punishing me? That's why if you go, you hear this, the songs that we're singing, they're saying that the parents have ate the sour fruit, the parents have ate the bitter uh, grape, and the children's teeth are set on the edge. That's the song they're singing. Instead of coming to praise God, they're reminding God how they're being punished unfairly. But then that's when God says, no, 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 I am not punishing you because of your parents' sins, it's your own sins. It's until you realize your sin and you repent them, then I'll forgive you. Because what they're focusing on right now, they're focusing on to God's punishment, not God's mercy. They didn't realize that God's mercy is way stronger than God's punishment. Because what God has is mercy and forgiveness more than anything else. But we have to realize that we need it. It doesn't give it like candy, say, hey, who needs it? Poop, throw it out. No, you have to realize that I need mercy and forgiveness. And then once you realize that, then you come before God and ask for mercy and forgiveness, and God always gives it. Because it says, when we turn to him, he'll turn to us. So as they're complaining to God, God says, no, 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 stop this song. From today on, whoever sins is one who dies. Don't say, I am being punished by my sins of my grandparents. It's you now. As we come to the gospel, Jesus is telling us this story, the parable to the, to the chief priests. He's telling them, okay, of course, Jesus is very smart. It makes them decide who is a better son. He says, if man has two sons, he asks one of them, go and work in a vineyard. Now, you know, vineyard, in the times we know biblical language means God's field, God's garden. The Israelites were God's vineyard. We are the vineyard of the Lord. Says, go and work in my vineyard. The first one says, I'll not go. 
I like him. Say, no, no, I'm not going. But of course, you say that there was a change of heart. And then he went. Then he went to the second son and says, will you go and work in my vineyard? The second son says, absolutely. But he never went there. And asked, who among these did the father's well? And it, of course, they decided that the first son, because there was a change of heart. In our spiritual journey, in order to come closer to God, there must be a change of heart. We must start seeing things how God sees them. We are called to a higher love. But how do we live out a higher love than first of all realizing we need a change of heart? If you're not very strange in this country, you can realize that today that since COVID, if you're driving, people are very, very impatient than before. If you go to work, even I see them sometimes around here, I see them in the parking lot after mass, they're very impatient. I always see them sometimes when the parents are dropping off their children for school in the morning. Someone is almost running the stop sign from the buses when the kids are going off. There is a lot of impatience since COVID, I feel realize that. But what do we have to do? God is inviting all of us to slow down invites us to slow down and realize is calling us to a higher love. A higher love, as Paul telling us, says that we should realize that I don't care about my own interests, but also the interests of others. In other words, it says, we win together. If I win, we win together. It says we're in this together. How can we walk hand by hand? The gospel is calling us to change our hearts. He says, in our world we live in, challenges always be there. But we have to know that God is always with us and is high, high expectations from all of us. So what are we going to do this week? All of us, we've been blessed by God. We have different jobs, different ministries. He's telling us the first thing is to allow the will of God be your primary focus. At your job, when you go tomorrow, whatever you're starting your job, ask yourself, are you doing the will of God? You're not doing what you do today by accident. God wants you there to accomplish a mission. So when you ask yourself, if I'm a nurse, am I doing God's will, healing these people, or it's my will? If I'm a teacher, am I doing God's will to educate God's children as God wants them? Because anytime it's not about God's will, it's my will, it becomes all about me, me, me. It becomes annoying and becomes, of course, frustrating. So Jesus is inviting us, in our ministries, AOMs, Proclaimers, Sacristan, all our ministries, inviting us to always ask yourself, how am I doing the will of God in this service? Oh, it's my own will. Because if it's my own will, it's a selfish will and always leads to confrontation and dissatisfaction. So in order for us to live out the greater love, as Jesus is asking us, the first thing is humility, number one. Paul is telling us Jesus was so humble, he emptied himself. And because of that, God has glorified him. God hates pride. Because everything we have comes from God, and if we can't recognize that, God hates pride. 
The second thing, conversion of our hearts. Let us begin this week knowing two things. How am I going to do the will of God? How am I going to be humble enough to allow God to work through me in my ministry, in my job? The Lord be with you.